so many feelings and emotions today. And you knew I was going to start this off sappy. It's just, I'm in shock. The last big trade that I can really remember was the Donovan Mitchell trade in Cleveland, which, you know, it dropped like a hammer, I guess, sort of. But then you have the moments like this where you're, it's ripping the bandaid off. And that's why there was all this F5 refresh hype around this situation, especially on Twitter and social media. Everybody wanted to see where Dame is going to go because Dame is that guy. He is going to be the one that can uplift a situation like a championship championship situation that he wants to be in to exactly the level that it needs to be. I, it's undisputed for me, at least, because of my personal following with Damian Lillard. Seeing him away from Portland is... It already hurts a little bit. And I'm just ready to accept that Dame is on a contender and that he's going to be winning games with the Milwaukee Bucks because if there's anything that they've proven in the past eight years, it's with Giannis. It's that they can win regular season games. And I bet that they're going to be a top two seed. It just seems like everything worked out well to lead up to this. And it was just... I had so many daydream situations of just getting the notification on a random Tuesday afternoon that the Miami deal was done (laughs) and that he was going to the Miami Heat and he was going to be able to get three, be a part of a trio that was going to get their first championship together. Like the want for that on my end, especially for Dame watching him all these years was incredible. But now we're looking at a situation where you're like, you know what? Maybe reality is a little bit better especially when it comes to actual business sense. This was a great trade, I feel like, for each team on all three sides. They each made something. And the Suns knew they had too much money on their hands with Aiton. So, and I'm pretty sure like nobody had a good feeling, especially after he just stood out of bounds under the basket and watched rebounds be taken from him by Jokic and like the rest of the Denver Nuggets. So I feel like the rest of the squad just wasn't ready to take on that. And let that be a risk, especially after he had one good playoffs and now he's just regressed. So he gets a fresh start. Now you're looking at Milwaukee's perspective. They're the number one team in the East. Like this is bigger than the Porzingis <laughs> acquisition and Marcus Smart lost, which good luck now because Marcus Smart's the number one guy you want to be able to throw at Damian Lillard. And now you're going to have to have Derek White splitting. Well, I mean, it's not like they're going to be suffering, suffering defensively, but now they have Porzingis on the floor and he's going to get switched on the Dame. He's going to get switched on to Middleton. He's going to be the one that gets sacrificed. So I have a fair share of thoughts myself too. It was I funny. just spilled right there. Oh my God. I told you you were going to clear three minutes here for us at the start. I told you on pre-pod. <laughs> Full disclosure, I told Adam, I'm like, you got three minutes right off the rip. Let's get it. Uh, so Cornball here, but first off, I'm wearing my Giannis jersey right now. So let's just get that out there. It's a vibe. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. I was in a hot yoga session earlier, fucking sweating my ass off, you know, feeling the heat. This team's not really feeling the heat now. Oh, uh, yuck. You know, he's yeah, feeling he's really not. He's really not. He's feeling the buck, buddy. He's feeling the buck. He's about He's to expand his uh, North Face inventory because Easy. of the old Milwaukee winters. Easy money. Probably not North Face. Probably uh, Montclair or something. Yeah. <laughs> Montclair, you're right. Hopefully. Probably something crazy like that. Gucci. Uh, it's like you said. You're looking for that fucking tweet from Woj that he's going to Miami. Yep. And he's going to help the heat right into the sunset and get over the hump. And then, like you said, reality sets in. But in hindsight, when you look at this situation for what it is, is, okay, if he goes to Miami, yes, he's going to a team where he plugs in as a pretty solid trio. Uh, One of the would most certainly be one of the best trios in the league right now. I think they'd uh, be the best team in the East. They would be a favorite. Yeah, they'd probably be the favorite. Uh, the pairing of Jimmy Butler and Damian Lillard would be looked at as a great duo. And him to 
Adebayo would be as well. But yeah. Oh, yeah. The fact of the matter remains in this situation is that now, instead of going to a core that, yes, has been close, hasn't got over the hump, hasn't won a championship, this guy plugs into a core that just won a championship two years ago. They're only two years removed from a championship. Mm -hmm. And and pure talent, just if we're talking strictly talent, today, it is not even a fucking question. Giannis is better than Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. If someone is going to not necessarily carry Dame to a chip here, but truly partner here Mm -hmm. and maximize his potential right now because his potential is basically this season and next. Let's not even get that twisted. He's 30, what? 30? 34? 33. Plugs into this championship core with arguably the second best player in the league. Mm -hmm. That's a better situation. It, It is. On paper, I don't think it can be disputed that that's a better situation. I'm also going to not be afraid to say that I think the depth is better in Milwaukee and that's a big part oh, of why that contributes sure. to being a better situation. I mean, even with Dame, that Miami Heat team was going to be thin and yes, of course, I'll be the first to tell you that if there's going to be a thin team, I trust it to be the Miami Heat. Exactly. But right. Still in a Deep Eastern Conference, that's a fucking problem. And Milwaukee straight up, yeah, they may not have as much depth as like a team like Boston or whatever, but they still have more than Miami. Um, I think the Middleton pairing alongside Dame is going to be amazing. The pick and roll options between Dame and Giannis is just going to be fucking amazing. Uh, (laughs) Harmonious. Harmonious. Uh, I'm so ready to watch it. It's like going to be a shell game in Cleveland. We're seeing oh, yeah. it in person. Oh, yeah. And if I'm anything, we're going to a game that. in Indiana. No, I don't need to fucking do that, bro. That would be <laughs> I mean, lit, you know, though. My buddy John awesome. lives in Indiana. We could hook up with John. He's really dope. <laughs> but no, it's, it's better, bro. It's a better situation. It, it is. just is. And it was most amazing to me that... Um. Milwaukee kept their entire center rotation. Yeah. Like they literally got to hold on to both Portis and Lopez out of this deal and they kept Chris Middleton. They Mm -hmm. only got rid of Drew. Drew, yes, was crucial to their championship success, but he was the sprinkle. And Grayson Allen's a good role player. He wasn't the meat, exactly. But like he's a decent role player. But just from Drew. in relation to the rest of this team and how much of its DNA they still retained by adding Damian Lillard. Championship DNA. Exactly. Like it's two years removed only. And now you have a guy like Dame who his, his floor is going to be raised completely to the level of Giannis's like the ability he's going to have to. When it comes down to it, hopefully Adrian Griffin, you know, is ready to utilize the fact that Dame and Giannis is a legendary pick and roll partnership, but also you have a winning duo in Middleton and Giannis who literally spammed that on their way to the, like just flat out running through the brick wall. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they can put their head down and do. Mm-hmm. They can still rely on that. They still have their low key second in defensive player of the year candidate playing the five for them. And then they have a guy that averages the most rebound, uh, the, the only guy in the NBA that averaged a double double off the bench, like like you said, it's they're so incredibly deep and ready compared to the Miami Heat, where it was really going to be, you know, the big three and supporting pieces, like little yeah. tiny bits to push together. Now and you just pray to God no one system. gets hurt. Exactly. Oh, I know. I know. And you still do in this situation. I mean, in any situation, you're obviously praying for that, but. To your point on the pick and roll that you still options that you still have a Chris Middleton and Giannis. Here's what I love about that is now you got a guy who can score 25 to 30 a game fucking easy. And Chris Middleton, especially in a playoff situation, and Chris Middleton can focus on some defense for the most part. But when you need those fucking clutch buckets, when it 
comes to. Yep. Chris Middleton's not going to be fucking gas because he doesn't have to try to put up fucking. And guess what? He has now. the other terms, other teams' third best defender on him now. Right. Like it comes yeah. down to that too is that he's going to be able to be the guy that abuses switches completely. Yeah. And, and he's going to have to get those clutch buckets because he's probably going to be the one that, like you said, has the best matchup or, or is even maybe almost getting ignored because they're so focused on Dame and Giannis down who are going to be fucking downhill. It's just Dame is it, one of the best downhill players in the fucking league. Dame is going to be Milwaukee is never going to see the court feel so wide with right. how Dame is going to shoot next year because all that Dame has put on personally this entire offseason is that he's ready to be bought in to win a championship. Mm-hmm. And if that's what Dame is bringing, then I am expecting like a 32 points per game season from Dame. I think we have right. a key like you know, I think he's getting his his uh, scoring title this year. Yeah, I think he's really going to do it. He's, think he's looking at MVP that. options. Um, I don't know. I think that Giannis gonna, would probably still be more of the MVP edge because of yeah. just him being Dame is just going to be Dame on offense, and it's going to become the fact that Dame is the worst defensive player on the floor for the Bucks now. Like it's just it's the fact in the matter. So that's going to have to be schemed around, and. Like, but it comes down to like, you know, a guy like Jamal Murray isn't an outstanding defender. You know, a guy like Steph really isn't an outstanding defender, but it's what they give on offense on the other end. I would say that's probably your top three point guard, like creation right now. Yeah, he put up 32 and 58 games last year. It was 32, yes. four and seven. You think he can do... 32, 4, and 9. I think it'll drop to probably more like 31, 3. Maybe over that last 25-ish games, but I think he can keep that pace up for sure. Do you think he can grab 9 assists? That's 7.3 right now. I don't see why not. I mean, Okay, bro, if he can hit 9, even 10 assists, and maintain 30 points a game, he's MVP conversation. I think his 3-point percentage needs to be up probably around the 39. What was his percentage? Dame's sometimes like in the 37, 36 range. Dame shot 37 last season from three. 46 if he can bump that field. to 39, even break 40, I think. Bro, if he could even just shoot there. 38. Yeah. <laughs> if he can shoot, if he can score at least 30 points a game, shoot 38% from three, and grab nine plus assist, which I think is possible playing alongside Giannis. Dude, that's MVP but, conversation. How is that not? How are you not? Yes, the defense is going to be there. but And I'm not saying he's still going to beat out someone like Jokic because I think Jokic is almost going to get a pity one next year regardless of what he does. That would be insane, wouldn't it? Well, and I think Jokic is going to be amazing no matter what too. Right, yeah. Someone actually made it off topic here really quick because I enjoyed it. Uh, who was it? Fuck, I can't remember. And is it a I pundit? always struggle with it. It was one of the pundits, but they were saying that it's kind of fucked up when you think about it, when you really think about it, that the media basically stole it's a three-peat MVPs from Jokic. Oh, I know. Yeah. And then they gave it to fucking Joel Embiid. Yeah. Like, I mean, he scored 33 points a game this season, but I'm like, we saw exactly what happened. He just had a complete failure of an offseason. Or, I yeah. mean, a postseason. 13 out of 15 people or whatever on the poll that they always do for ESPN uh, said that Jokic was going to be the MVP this coming season. So it's like, okay, so the media is going to be pushing that narrative now. Yeah, like why, why did you fuck him over last unless year? Had Tatum, last year. I feel like unless Tatum can make Boston the number one seed and win 60 games, I think he'll win. I think Tatum's like probably the next one to win the yeah. MVP. I think it's going to be Jokic next year, but we've got to get back on topic. Uh, the fit is amazing. I don't want to hear anyone saying Milwaukee's ceiling has not been raised. That doesn't even make any sense. Makes absolutely no sense at all. Yes, they're both, <laughs> him and Holiday are both technically aging point guards, but no one is going to sit here with a straight face and tell me right now, Drew Holiday is in a better situation physically, just everything than Damian Lillard. It's not true. <laughs> Damian Lillard still has a solid probably two to three years left in the gas tank of high-level basketball, assuming no injury. 
You're already rolling the dice with Holiday, who says he wants to retire after this contract, which is next fucking season, mind you. Yep. Your ceiling has been raised. Your floor certainly hasn't been lowered. I struggle to see the issue here from Milwaukee's side. Um, I think it's a great move. I think they came off the fucking top rope with a goddamn frog splash that no one saw coming. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's why we love the league. It's why we're always fucking tapped in like this because shit like this, you see a guy like Dame get to go and actually compete for a championship for real. Like, no joke. Yes, this team was bounced last year in the first round, but Giannis wasn't healthy. And that's just what it is. So you just cross your fingers and hope that talent wins because at the end of the day, that's kind of what fucking happens in this league. Especially when you can push the gas pedal with this kind of talent. Like, you can yes. push it in a max overdrive with Damian Lillard level that's scoring. What you have to do to win, though. That's what every fucking, I mean, it's, that's what the Nuggets did. That's, that's exactly what talent. I was going to say. They completely pushed it. They pushed it with their five. And that's the thing is that this five is not totally sorted out yet. I think that this Milwaukee team is good enough, though, that they can easily find a replacement two, three. Because ultimately, Middleton probably starts at the three. Mm-hmm. And then you get a shooting guard that can also kind of probably Connington keep up with Dame. Maybe Connaughton. I saw some people throwing out Beasley. I'm just like, David Beasley backcourt would be ugh. I hope Beasley. I mean, defensively, that's scary. But I hope Beasley can make an impact on this team. If I think else. he will. I think he will playing off the bench for 18 minutes as the guy that just appears in the game and all of a sudden has like three wide open corner three attempts. Release valve. Yeah, just Please somebody that can be finally be a release valve. And just shoot super well. And he needs to do what we wanted him to do in LA. I know, but <laughs> I mean, it just didn't happen like that when it came down to it. He was not capable enough on defense, even just chasing people around to be well, not capable enough for threes. Darvin Ham. Yeah, that's also true. And that just, it's like Christian Wood. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, oh my God. No, no, no. But hey, he did kind of crack. He kind of cracked Russ. He low-key cracked Russ. Now, I don't think that's a hot no, take. I think he just figured out that 70% throttle Russ is what Russ needs to be. No, I'm saying he got Russ to shut the fuck up to some to a certain degree. Yeah, because he finally got him to go to the bench. Yeah. He finally got him to just be like, look, dude, do you want to win or not? Like He actually like seemed to break that through. Yeah. And they still didn't really win, but fuck Christian Wood, though. We don't even talk about Christian Wood right now. Former Milwaukee Buck, mind you. Uh, <laughs> that is very true. Him and Giannis shared a locker room. Ugh. He was like, they're going to have to make a talent. This is back then. They had to make a talent decision between Christian Wood and Giannis. We're about 20 minutes in on talking Milwaukee's perspective of it. This is more than just Milwaukee. Um, there's a lot going on in this trade. Let's talk We're about the next- Phoenix. Yeah, yep, let's talk about the next big fish Phoenix. to fry. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton's finally gone. No longer a no longer a Phoenix Sun. No longer a part of that organization. Apparently, again, to these pundits, and may, they probably do know these things and they can't talk, but like they were like, Oh yeah, we saw this coming too. It was pretty much a done deal after last season that, you know, DeAndre wasn't gonna be there. I like, okay. I don't know about that, but I like, definitely okay. I definitely will repeat that. I mean, I think you and I were on the same page that the Nurkic Aiton deal was done like two weeks ago. Like it's been thrown. Well, at out least there, we were like, talking about it, but but that was the first I really heard about it. To be fair, it was to me. It was just all the little words around it just made it seem like people were so like, yeah, the Suns Suns are shedding salary. It's kind of just open secret that that trade was going to be going down. It was just how can Portland make a third team deal? And get extra. And you know what's funny to me too is that we can shit on the Miami deal all we want, but the Trailblazers, as of right now, got one first round pick out of that deal. Isn't that like it? It was one or two at In most. In contrast and, to Rudy Gobert. Well, not even that. Just like the contrast to people were like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Miami two unprotected first in a conditional swap. Are you but here's me? what they have now. They have Drew Holiday who they can flip. That's what's so beautiful about yes, this deal. Yes, they said, that's very true. 
they're saying 30 teams are going to be fucking calling these motherfuckers. Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers, Celtics. Celtics for sure. That would be an insane fit for them. Bontemps was on that shit when I was listening here pre-pod. I was listening to the Hoop Collective and Bontemps was all over. Like, oh, the Celtics are already calling. <laughs> I mean, the first person Woj said, and I thought you have to take the things that Woj says with, you know, you have to pay attention to the little ways that he structures his responses because I feel like he's that kind of reporter that mm-hmm. he throws out the details and like in between the lines sort of. And the first team that he threw out was the Heat. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the Heat were just spurned for Damian Lillard. But like, if there was no conversation for Dame, even all the way back then, what says they're, they're not going to open up about Drew Holiday? Because all of a sudden, two first round picks and Jaime Hawkes for and then, like, there's you your know, Dame stopper for Miami. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, that would just be incredible for Miami to get. But it was like, if you can get Miami's like, Jaime Hawkes, Nikola Jovic, and their two first-round picks for Drew Holiday, I would say do that. Because yeah, now you have you, two more first, and then you got, you three, also, you got three first-round picks out of it. And you take a, a rookie and then a guy that's also only like 20 years old. Yeah. So that completely fits your timeline. And you got off a of Nurkic. Yeah. And yeah. pulled in three first-round picks. I mean, I want that for the Heat. I want the Heat to be able to try to at least make some deals for that, but I feel like it's either the Celtics or the Clippers for Holiday based on how aggressive they've been for other... I mean, they were throwing out for Dame and then Clippers are throwing out for Harden until that just got completely cut off. See, I wonder about Miami talking to Philly. For Harden? Yeah, because Jimmy and Harden apparently... Jimmy apparently was thinking about going to Houston a few years back when he ultimately went to Miami. That was one of the reports too. It was that Kawhi had interest in playing with Jimmy and so did Harden. And like Jimmy and Harden are I just friends. I think that James Harden would really have to, he's going to have to break himself to play for Miami. Oh, and he's going to have to be 30 points per game Harden to play in Miami. Like, yeah, to do what they need to win a championship. Yeah. I think that he would need to be more, way more shooting guard Harden than yeah. anything to be able to play in Miami. Like, no like more how point he played alongside Chris Paul. Exactly. Definitely. So, I mean, you know what? That's really not a bad move for Miami either because I feel like Harden wouldn't be trying to control his own destiny like he's done in his last three destinations. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Philadelphia and then Houston. So, I mean, because <clears throat> we saw what would happen when he was under that kind of control. When he had the reins of the team <laughs> deep into the playoffs, it just never happened. So now you're playing with two guys, a uh, pick and roll partner that would be perfect for James Harden. And then maybe you get like, I don't know. I'm not going to put any James Harden hype out. That's just how good I'm feeling right now about Dame going to this. <laughs> the Bucks is that I can happily talk about James Harden. Here's something that I think for sure on the holiday situation is that one, it's going to go fast. I don't think he's, I don't think we're making it. We might not even make it to media day. Um, Like straight up. Like, yeah, I think this is going to be within the end of the week that they're going to flip him because he has no room on Portland and the pieces already been out there. Portland is happy with their young guards. Exactly. Like, okay, why they have three then they're going to have to split the entire game through. Yeah, there's no chance. I mean, he's not even close to the timeline. And two, I think that it's probably going to be maybe another two teams I might come in. And ultimately, what's probably going to happen is it's probably going to all be grouped together as like a five-team deal. Uh, yeah, I did see that earlier. Somebody said that this was going to be an expanded trade because the, the Milwaukee deal hasn't even been finalized yet. But we might see two more teams come in. We might that be looking at a fucking nuts. 16 deal. Like that would be Jesus. absolutely nuts. That's why I wonder if Philly's not getting involved now. They were apparently they were apparently calling Portland. So yeah, but Portland they were already involved in that. Yeah, Portland they would like to have Holiday. <laughs> yeah, they really would. Holiday and Pat Bev would actually be a pretty supremely nice defensive backcourt. Yeah, it gets you hard into Miami. And then draft picks and whoever Bro. Bro. back to Portland. I don't know, man. 
That would be fucking interesting. That would be extremely interesting. I'll just say that. Like, oh my god, it's just I'd be lo- I'd be looking at that if that happens, bro. We're we're the goats. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, we were the ones. I think we were a little bit too asset heavy from the Bucks because of we weren't piecing together the Suns as the third team. Like we weren't cohesively doing that. We were just going, okay, it's going to be Milwaukee and Portland straight up. I was up. prescient last week in the chat, dude. I was prescient. It was just, oh my God. <laughs> I just, it was one of those deals where you're like, it makes total sense. But my first reaction upon looking at it, I was just like, oh my God. Dame is I, a fucking Milwaukee. I was so excited. I broke it to the chat, right? Didn't I break it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Because... I'm not even joking you. The chat has gone like this the past three months. Whenever there's a small explosion like that, like of just my phone just buzzing because it's getting new notifications. I'm just like, there's a massive group of shit talking going on and I'm just going to have to open up and see what's going on. Or Damian Lillard's finally been traded and today it finally happened. I just randomly opened it after like a 10 minute hiatus and I was like, and I had Sophie with me and I was just sitting there. So I hadn't even checked my phone in a little bit. And I was just like, no way. I haven't even got anything. And then I looked over and saw that I had the notification. I went on Reddit and saw it. And I was just like, this is madness. <laughs> I couldn't believe it either. Uh, for me, I was sitting at work and my coworkers like, she's like, kind of an NBA fan. She likes the Warriors, but she really doesn't like watch a whole lot. She mostly watches like playoffs and stuff. But right. uh, she was like, Damian Lillard's uh, going to go to the Milwaukee Bucks. And I was like, oh, what? I was like, uh, Milwaukee. I was like, I doubt that. It's probably just some of those like trade articles. Someone's like talking about it. And she's like, no, it says he's been traded. And I was like, and like, obviously, I'm a huge fan. I was literally like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, it's accepted in my work environment to curse or so any listener knows. There's like, said, holy fuck. Me, like I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> uh, no, no lie. I literally said, holy fuck. But it's so funny. I'm getting thrown around pretty commonly in that place. But it was epic, yeah. bro. I couldn't believe it. It's being so much better than him going to Toronto. Sorry. So much better. Yes. Yes. I would have been legitimately upset if he went to Toronto. No matter what I think about Toronto right now, I think they're a fine team, but I would just been like, oh my God. When Mark Spears said that the other day, I was like, I want you to shut the fuck up. I think that that was purely them trying to turn up the burner for the, you know, the heat deal. I think that was the Milwaukee deal because that was what was probably that too. But like that was what was was done put on the, you think it was done? Or just never happening. They're saying they hadn't talked to him in like two months. Yeah. Yeah. Once that like, because that keeps being reconfirmed like every couple days or so where people like, there's nothing like there would be this fake buzz about like Portland doesn't like the offer. They were talking about offers strictly. And then it was like, there's been no real anything. And then I, think, I read this really, really fake, um, quote unquote, heat leaked heat um, front office personnel email. And it was talking about from Pat Riley. And it was like, we have j- just learned that Damian Lillard has been, has requested a trade and listed the Miami heat as his preferred destination. And then like, it just, it was like probably about two weeks ago at this point, but it basically insisted that there was no idea within the heat organization that Dame requested a trade until like a couple days ago, you know, like it was ridiculous. Yeah. I was just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever read. This is the stupidest piece of fake media I've ever seen. And Oh my god, it was just ridiculous. And it was like Jimmy Butler Tyler was doing game time earlier this summer. Remember that? Jimmy wanted it, dude. I mean... It, Remember he took a... He, I don't know where he was at, but he shot a bucket, like a three-pointer, like falling out of bounds. And he was like, game time. He did it. 
wanted it bad, dude. I wanted it bad, dude. I wanted it bad, too. I really did. But I think we're going to look at the situation three months from now when we're into the season and think about how awesome this pairing is. Bro, I'm, I'm locking in right now. They're my favorite to win the chip. I think they're going to start out the season 18-3. and three. I think they're winning in chip. I hope so. I really hope so. Because we just have the Giannis legacy growing. Dame gets his ring. He's already cemented in legacy, I feel like. Might so be he just at, gets his ring. Might be looking at a, re- a potential repeat situation at that point, too. Repeat, to me, is going to depend on what kind of role players they can manage in the offseason. Yeah. To be able to just keep pressing on the gas. Like, all of a sudden, they repeat have Repeat means they got to get one. All of a sudden, they have like a KCP in their lap. Like, they're able oh. to sign. Yeah. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Replace Malik Beasley with KCP. Holy shit. That's a chip tomorrow. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a chip tomorrow. Get Bruce Plug Brown in. in here in two years after uh, he leaves Indiana. Oh, Jesus. No. Don't Run do that. 36-year-old. No, Bruce Brown and Halliburton is going to low-key turn into something. Think. Something great. And then all they need is a real three threat, and they're good to go. I love Indiana. I'm standing <laughs> them in Milwaukee now. That's my... I am definitely, I think I decided it earlier. I'm a Milwaukee fan going into the season. Like I, this is the first time I've ever feeling kind of any attraction to the Milwaukee Bucks, honestly, besides just Giannis himself and watching the, you know, the old trio. I love the old trio, Drew. It's so funny now that that's the great moments. They had a championship moment. Yeah. I know I was hating on Drew Holiday not too long ago on Better on Paper about, you know, the riskiness of the lot, but it was just now like, that's their defining moment, and it's a franchise moment for the Bucks. And now they have this. <laughs> they have Damian Lillard in their practice facility right now. What song do you think Dame is listening to right now? Three songs from his playlist. I don't really know what artist he likes, so it's tough for me to actually guess that. <clears throat> what I will say is for Drew Holiday's sake, I doubt there's really harsh feelings here because guess what the Bucks gave to him? The Bucks gave him a chance to win a championship. He took it. He won a championship. He's accomplished mm-hmm. exactly what every NBA player wants when they come into this league, whether they admit it or not. That's what, ultimately what they're chasing. He did it. He's already looking at retiring. Like, yep. He's fulfilled. He doesn't care. He's fulfilled. I think he cares, but I think he's fulfilled. And I think that he is the kind of person that takes stock of that. He's fulfilled. And then, you know, he's just taking his physical presence before, like, maybe he thinks he's going to break down or something. I don't know, like physically or maybe just lose a step. But I mean, it's not like that is going to keep these other teams, though, for bidding for him. Because I mean, I still think he's a 30 team player, whether or not, like, I mean, he's at least an 18-team player that teams that want to try to compete because, I mean, you're going to really tell me the Minnesota Timberwolves wouldn't like to have Drew Holiday, too? Oh, yeah. Play him in the Mike Conley role? Yep. Too easy. Mike Conley is a good, you know, veteran leader for the Portland Trailblazers this year. I would like that move. I would love that move, too. Like, if they could just put that in because now you have Holiday, Edwards, um, McDaniels, Cat and Gobert. And I think that Holiday being able to play that level of defense around Ant and also just be a connector between the rest of that squad like mm-hmm. could be huge. Could be really huge, actually. And especially if he decides to stick around for a few years. Gonna help Ant's growth here. Uh, Portland's perspective, that's ultimately what I was gonna get to here because we did kind of get broadly off topic. Not off topic, but we got broad within the topic. Um, Portland's made off pretty well here at the end of the day because they're going to move Holiday, like you said. They get off of Nurkic. They got to do Dame dirty. Like, right, yeah. They're fine. They did good. That's ultimately what they needed to do. They got it done. And plus, um, there's a tweet from last year, or no, two years ago, where Dame said if he could hook up with one other 
player in the Superstar. NBA to win a championship, who would it be? Giannis also drafted him first a few years ago in the All Star game right. too. So look, there was eggshells there. That's fucking awesome. And you know what? With Dame or um, Mitch was throwing out the Dame tweets. He was the one that put those up in the group chat. But the first one was about how Dame didn't want to go to Milwaukee. I'm like, well, of course he wants Giannis to come to him. And that's what happened though, is that he, he went to Giannis because it's the inverse of that situation. Like Giannis was like, no, come to Milwaukee, win a championship. You'll like it here because we're going to win because I'm, you know, I'm giving it everything. I'm 100% bought in. I'm 105% bought in. Right. Yeah, Giannis was putting the pressure on him in the media. I think ultimately the whole time he was still locked in. He was, at the end of the day, he was probably going to sign the contract regardless and then ask for a trade because that's kind of what the move is nowadays. Um, Get your legacy contract. Ultimately, though, he was probably mostly locked in. So, and he, his comments before was always, you know, when people asked me about him going somewhere, it used to always be like, no, if they want to come play with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you have it. Dame's coming to him. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Portland's team is really young now. They don't have a player over 30 once they move holiday. So they're right where they wanted to be timeline wise. Um, I like it. Interesting. Aiton's an interesting piece if they can turn him into what they need him to be. Um, definitely fits the timeline more. I think they're going to be expecting a lot out of him now, though, and that's a question mark to me. But I think that they... What's the number one thing on the Phoenix Suns that it turned out he wasn't going to be able to do? That's the little fancy hooks and mid-range floaters and like everything that he was doing, you know? The little wanted to do. The, like clock working back down shots. Mm-hmm. Now he's in Portland. He's the only legitimate center on the roster. And he's arguably the best. He could be like the seen as the best player on the team. That's yeah. No, that's because, what I'm saying. They're going to be expecting a lot out of him. So I could see him putting up like a 24 and 11 season because he's just able to work on offense 82 games a night. Like I think he's just going to have that much rain. And plus, I think it's really important that he's going to be around a group of guards that are so quick, like this trio is going to be like him, like Scoot Sharp and Simons are going to be flying. And mm-hmm. you got Thibel in the mix there. You got Jeremy Grant, who's now going to slide down to the four. You got, you know, and now you got Aiton, who's not a slouch, but you know, he's light on his feet and can keep up. So I think that he can fit in with a transition identity as well. Hmm. And plus he's something on defense. He's something. Yeah, there's mildly something there. That's what's kind of a bummer because it was like, oh, he's going to be under Frank Vogel. Like, is yeah, there a chance? Yeah, utilizes a center. Yeah. Right. Is no. there a chance Frank Vogel could do something there? But, <clears throat> pardon me. It is what it is. Uh, you know, it's probably true that he really didn't want to be there, and that's fine. So now yeah. he's on a young team. Um, probably going to have a lot of responsibilities, which is probably what he wanted. Probably likely get paid by this team. Hey, if, if I'm Portland, I look at Charlotte who, you know, is a young team that's rebuilding as well. And I'm like, God, we are already so much better off right now. The vibes are going to be immaculate for uh, this team yeah, because the elephants out of the room. And that's why I felt like this was going to happen all along because when people were talking about how this was Dame was going to go into the season, I'm like, if, if they actually moved it into the season, then in my opinion, it's time to start saying that Portland was doing them dirty. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it would be doing them dirty to make it go into the season. Essentially after all, after 11 years in Portland, if he didn't get a deal done in the same off season, he requested a trade that was reasonable and ended up being a genius level move. Because now Portland looks at themselves and they're like, oh my God, the entire weight off of our shoulders is gone. You know what I mean? Like this team is going to be unique. They have a brand new identity. I think they're going to be able to have a successful season where they still get a top 10 draft pick. And they're just going to be working on equity. All they have to do now is find a power forward, power forward or wing that they can really start. That's not Thibel and that's not Jeremy Grant. 
here's the thing. You still got Grant that you can move after what? December 15th? Yeah, but I think that's going to be a hard move probably until next year because he signed a five-year deal. That's a lot to trade for, I feel like. I think you're going to have to really knock that down to either four or three years before that's going to be movable. Yeah. So I think they've accepted that into like a two-year time. Because with Scoot, now you have four years. With Shaden, you have, well, three more years with this season. And then Simons, I think he's already signed an ex- like an extremely friendly extension that like he's at $25 million a year for four years. I think mm-hmm. that kicks in this year. It was either this year or last year that that kicked in. And that's such like a friendly deal under the cap, under the new expanded cap. They're in a great situation. I mean, it's not like Aiton's on a really bad deal either. And that's why I think the team that lost here, just for what it is, especially when you're talking from a pure talent perspective, which we were just hyping up, Phoenix got worse. Phoenix lost in this situation, if you ask Because they got Nurkic, they got um, Allen, and a guy that can injure LeBron James in a playoff game. Oh my God, don't even say it. (laughs) Please don't let that happen. Phoenix will be fine. Ultimately, they they strap on a few depth depth pieces here. Like they are way over on players right now. It's funny because they ended this regular season with like what four players, and mm-hmm. now we're like rolling in. They have like seventeen. I think they have. Like it's almost twenty. It's crazy. They're gonna have to make cuts with some of the, like these players that they acquired. Like, I, and that makes me what's makes me wonder what's going to happen to like Nasir Little if he's going to make the team mm-hmm. if Keon Johnson's going to make it like they said they might even cut one of the minimum guys that they've signed Bull I would think it would probably be like Bull Bull yeah like I would be okay with that but like it just makes me wonder or Metu Chimaze Metu they got hit, have him too like if they're keeping anyone they're keeping Gordon and Utah Yes, Utah is there for sure. I think they should start Utah, dude. I think he's the three. Kevin Durant is. We know it works. So yeah, and like especially beside Booker and Beal too as your wing corner option. Yeah, because Utah can play up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Phoenix, I think they ultimately will be all right. They technically got a little bit deeper. Nurkic, though, I think is just such a massive question mark. His health is a question mark at this stage of his career. I don't trust the alleged offense that he apparently has. I, they got worse on paper just based off of pure talent. Right. Doesn't mean that they're that bad off because they obviously still have a generational talent in Kevin Durant, arguably a generational talent in Devin Booker and Bradley Beal, who is also a really, really good player. So they're still in a good situation, still better off than a lot of teams that fancy themselves contenders. Um, and you could say depth got a little bit better. Could you would say. hope Grayson Allen. Yeah, I think Allen things. will definitely make the rotation for them. Especially He's going to have to play like make for them. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, So is Eric Gordon. So is, you know, Utah is going to have to probably step Devin up. Devin Booker. Booker. I mean, Beal's now your primary point guard. They don't believe in actual point guards on this team is what it comes down to. I would trust Booker more, wouldn't you? Maybe. Probably just because Booker has all that experience in the past of being the best guard on the team. Right. And having to pass. Having so, I mean, to be a point guard. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very excited, though, coming away from this because Dame is on Milwaukee. It's only taken me a few hours to come down from the fact that he's not on the Miami Heat and that was probably not as great of a situation I was dreaming it to be. And now we're looking at this realistic situation and it couldn't be better for Dame. I'm really happy for Dame. We were saying pre-pod, we got to wait until after Christmas to, to go to uh, a Milwaukee game in Cleveland. Um, we definitely have to wait till after Christmas so you have your Dame jersey that I'm obviously getting you. And I'll have my Giannis jersey and we'll just get shit on by Cleveland fans but we'll watch Dame and Giannis fucking kill Cleveland on like a Thursday or Friday night or some shit. Get some tacos across the street before, dude. It's gonna Oh, hell yeah. We're time. hitting Barrio. We're hitting Barrio. And cool. also within the last four minutes while we were talking here, Zach Lowe beat us. Drop oh, the of emergency course. pod. 
I've, I'll tell you who I think won was the front office show. I think they were the first to get it. They're one of the Damn. podcasts I listens to, listen to. And then the Hoop Collective was pretty quick on it too. I think the Hoop Collective beat low. Yeah, but that's their, that's their energy though. That's it's Windhorse energy, you. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably you Brian Bontemps, Windhorse we have to get started. We- <laughs> Bontemps is like, dude, I'm taking his shit. Like, How many times? Okay. You, what's the one sentence that you and I both know that Windhorst has said in this podcast for Damian Lillard that he has? I listened to it. So what's the word that you're thinking of? I'll tell you if you've said it. When you win a championship, it means you don't have to say you're sorry. I actually didn't think I heard him say that. Damn, dude. What the fuck? I think I finished the pod. Not to look. Let's go ahead and grade the trade across the board. All three teams. Uh, start off with Milwaukee. I'm giving this an A for Milwaukee. They retained 80% of their own assets and cleaned out the gunk in a good way and got Damian Lillard. <laughs> I'm willing to say A plus on Milwaukee's part, honestly. I'm not afraid to say that. Because I realistically, like I said before, I don't think the floor, the floor has definitely hasn't been lowered and I think the ceiling raises here. So oh, yeah. I'm going to say A plus. Uh, Phoenix, where are you at? C plus. I'm doing solid C plus on Phoenix just because I know what Nurkic is. Yeah. It's not even and a question like, anymore, right? I'm like, why are people acting like this is some kind of hidden game? I'm like, this dude is just, he had his peak that he was reaching and then he got his horrendous ankle injury where he broke his leg, his like lower leg. And then it's just never been the same after that for him. Right. Unfortunately, it's never mm. been the same. Like, He's been one of the reasons why Portland is just kind of stomped upon in average on defense. Mm-hmm. It just never was the same. And he was awful in the bubble. I think mm-hmm. we all saw that. Those were his first games back and he was bad. And he mm-hmm. never quite recovered from that. So, I mean, maybe, you know what? Maybe things change with him in a different uniform. He's definitely better than Jock Londale. I'll put that out there. But like... Drew Eubanks. Yeah, um, you know, I like Drew, but yeah, I think Drew is just ultimately too small to be a five in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, they're really going to be leaning on him. And is he going to be able to play 65 games? Right. I, d- I doubt it. I really doubt it. That's why I think a C plus is fairly accurate there. And are we going to be seeing some, you know, bowl bowl starting at center on a Thursday night game for the Phoenix Suns? If he makes a cut. Yeah, yeah. I think he we'll might. See. He might have to now. Actually. KD at the five. Uh, Portland, where you at? I'm giving Portland an A minus. I think they worked it out well here. I'm gonna say right now, just because, like you said, they only got one pick. I'll say right now, um, B plus. Depending on what they could do with Holiday, they may find themselves in the A minus to A plus range. Yeah, I think B plus is a pretty comfortable range as well because yeah, there's the holiday thing has not been final and the entire trade itself has not been finalized either. So when it comes oh, down there's to an it, aging point guard and you only got one first round pick. Right. And now you have a couple other things just hanging out there. And yeah. imagine if like all of a sudden Dame just didn't pass his physical and then he's like, Oh, I guess you gotta trade me to Miami now for scraps. Fuck. <laughs> Wouldn't that be stupid? No, Dame is going to Milwaukee and it's going to be a fantastic fit. And I think that Portland did a very good job on their own fronts because as much as it just pissed me off time and time again to hear people say, they don't deserve to trade Damian Lillard or Dame doesn't deserve for them to just give, be given to the Heat. Like, you know, be given for nothing in return and the Heat's awful assets. I'm like, yeah, but I want Dame to win a chip. <laughs> That's what it kind of does too because this. he gave absolutely everything to them for 11 years and effectively got nothing in return. No, 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 no. Because the entire narrative on Reddit is that Dame has completely and entirely tanked his personal and professional reputation on this trade request and that he's lost all dignity and all shame and that he's no better than KD trying to force his way to the Warriors. So that, no, I'm not even joking. That is literally the Damian Lillard narrative out there. That Dame is one of the most just demanding diva-ish images in the NBA now. So funny how quick people turn on on their guy. Uh, 
Did you oh, see that that clip he posted on his story? Yeah, or, the casuals felt like fuck the casuals. Not the that casuals one. It was the be. video. The video where he no. is doing the Dame time on his wrist after a big shot, and he's mean mugging, and like the camera flashes and it cuts from being a Portland jersey to a Milwaukee oh, jersey, and he it's posted hard that? as fuck, bro. Yeah, he posted it literally on his story. It's hard. You should look at it. It's hard. Oh, I'm getting there. Yep. Oh, Dame's posted a fucked on this. I don't care how hard this year has been. I'm not losing my faith in God. That's a Damian Lillard post. Farewell by Dame Dollar. <laughs> a screenshot of his own song. Legendary. Another screenshot of his own song. Just later. Yeah, in that's the track. what he's listening to today, bro. It is. The casuals won't be addressed, but the Trailblazers fans in the city of Portland that I love truly will be, and they will be addressed truthfully. Stay tuned. Excited for my next chapter at Bucks. Let's see. Here. Same time. Oh, dude. Yes. Same time. Different location. Hell oh, yeah, that's hard as shit. Look at that jersey. And then it glitches. Too. Yes, the black box jersey. That's awesome. Oh my god. All right, bro. Uh, real quick before we wrap up with one more take, one more quick piece of news. Rudy Gay. It's a Golden State Warrior. To, yeah, to the Warriors. Interesting move. Takes the last roster spot there, depending on how camp goes. Actually, it was a one-year deal. So unless they just cut him and waste that money, which I doubt they will. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're. I think they're going to hang on to him because he's a six-eight washed forward, and they somehow get value out of those guys. Yeah, and he can shoot the mid-range for sure. So maybe he has a little like really old auto port a year for him. Yeah, I'm like what is, is? Are they about to turn him into auto porter from two seasons ago? Yep, I'd love to see it. All right. Uh, as always, stay engaged with us on the Dip Network across all social media. Uh, stay tapped into the podcast. Might have another podcast to record here soon when the Drew Holiday trade goes through. So, oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna get this one out. Um, crazy and a time media in the day NBA. reaction too. Yeah, media day reactions coming. That's gonna be wild. Chris Paul and the Golden State Warriors is a huge. Storyline for that. James Harden in Philly is a huge storyline for that. I'd still say watch the Harden situation because you never know. You never know. There's a lot of movement right now. <laughs> yeah. And somebody's probably willing to say, you know what? Fine. If I mean, Daramore is a shyster and a dealer. So, you know. Oh, yeah. He's allegedly on the that. phone with Portland. So, oh my just, God. I don't even want to go there, <laughs> even though we already went there. <laughs> I just don't want anything for James Harden and Daryl Morey. Totally fair. Uh, one more take, Adam. I think that before the Christmas Day games, Milwaukee will be the one seed. And Golden State will be the one seed. No, not Golden State. Are you kidding me? Not Golden State. I think it'll be Denver. Denver and Milwaukee will be the two one seeds. Golden getting, State did not get better this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting out quick after I say this. I got one line to throw after I say my one more take and I'm pulling the plug. We're getting Milwaukee versus Lakers. NBA yes, Finals. Yes, yes. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave a five-star review. In fact, wherever you listen, we're out. Peace.